This presentation was from UX Australia 2017, held in Sydney. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Thanks for coming down to our 10-minute talks. I appreciate it. I've been blown away personally by all the other talks I've seen, um, which makes it slightly unnerving to get up here and, and talk in front of a room as well. Um, so I'm, my name's Jemmy, and I work down in Melbourne with an agency that works on products for founders, CEOs, uh, larger companies as well. Um, this is some of the stuff I'm going to go through in this 10 minutes. The main focus of what I talk about here is going to be uh, the context of what we create as UI designers, um, the end products of our UX development processes, the way we can model the journeys that we're creating for people, how we can share those models, and just some like little tips that I've found in my work to focus on what's really important at all times. So I work in, uh, oh no, my emojis. No. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> can you, you can kind of tell what the first one is, right? It's just a, it's a wristwatch. Anyway, so I design in agile teams. Um, we design with startups. We produce with startups that work in a lean process where you, you build, you measure, you iterate. Um, so that can lead to a very fast pace of work. It can mean that there can be, I guess, um, smaller periods of time to react to new things that come up, things that you discover in uh, testing things with real people. Uh, there's a lot of sometimes um, cohesive and sometimes competing needs, uh, user needs, business requirements, uh, developer needs, and how can developers work in the most efficient way and how can we help them do that? Um, and because of all this, it can be hard personally, and I've seen this with other people as well, uh, to focus on the context that our products exist within. Um, so, I mean, one of the big questions for me was, what, is, what does context mean for us? Um, Eliel Sarinen has a fantastic quote that I, I'm in love with. Um, and this is kind of where these ideas have come from for me personally. So he was, a, he was an architect. He was a furniture designer, a product designer in the old-fashioned sense of the word. We've kind of hijacked that word a little bit recently. And um, one of his strong convictions was that you always need to design the thing within the context that it's going to exist in out in the real world. And that's kind of easy to think about if it's a chair in a room, in a room like this, or uh, a PowerPoint presentation. I, I realized before I did this talk that all the purple backgrounds in these rooms were horribly clashing with the colors of my uh, slides. So that drove it home, actually. Um, that you need to make sure that whatever you design is cohesive with what it exists within. So what, what's a user interface's context? And Maybe an easy answer to that is a browser or a, an app or a device. Um, and we can go a step beyond that. Those things exist in a location. 
uh, maybe you're on the move, maybe you're in the train, um, etc. But this feels like a very simplistic answer to me. Um, so maybe another way of looking at the context of a user interface is the people using the interface or the product. It, it might not be a user interface. Um, in, in moments, on the way to achieving some goal, some important thing in their lives that, that you're aiming to help them get to. So that's a good start, I think. Um, it feels a bit more truthful than the simple context of a browser or an app. Um, so, I mean, when I've just gone through and sketched products and, and worked with teams, um, th this felt like maybe a good structure to work with, to define what a moment is along that journey to get to a goal. Uh, in each moment, I need to know a bunch of different things. I need to have information that can help me choose to take action uh, in places where I have agency within the experience, given what state I'm in. My, my personal system state, my emotional state. Um, so let me just, I'm just going to run through some of those things quickly. So what, what do we need to know in an interface or during an experience where we have to make a decision? Um, we might need prioritized information for making a decision. Um, prioritized because that helps us then produce interfaces that uh, focus on the most important things first and cascade down to maybe uh, lesser required options or actions that someone might want to take. Um, another way of looking at knowledge is also the state of the systems at a particular time. So that might be the general state of the system. It might be the way that the state has been affected by what we've just done. Um, this might be a success state. It might be a failure state. Uh, and also, another way of looking at the knowledge we need around state is uh, thinking about the future effects of what I'm about to do. So giving people adequate warning that if they do something, this will be what happens, so that there's fewer surprises. Do. By the way, these words are just totally made up. This comes from nowhere, really. Um, but... Uh, I think this is a good way of summarizing agency, what we can do in each situation that we're in. This could apply to things outside of a user interface as well, but uh, that's my field, so that's what we're going to talk about. So what, what can we do? Given my goal and who I am and where I'm headed, what are the things that make sense for me to be able to do right now in order to get closer to that? And again, priority, because that helps us uh, lay out hierarchy in an interface. And then feel, uh, what's my emotional state likely to be, um, depending on where I am in that journey for the user? Uh, I might be worried about the effects of something I'm about to do, so as a designer, I want to react to that likely emotional state and try and help people get through with the information, with the, um, the things that they need to counteract that worry. Um, the other aspect of feel is, um, you know, I feel like this might be hard. Given my experience with forms uh, to get uh, social security, I feel like I'm about to go through hell. You know, so how can we react to that assumption that someone's bringing to an experience that we're producing? Emoji, emoji death. Uh, so I just thought I'd put together a little bit of an um, example. Actually, this kind of works. This kind of works. 
I don't know what the square is. I think that's skin color. Um, all right. So what's a user journey I could use an example to demonstrate this? Um, let's talk about a, a man aged around 30 to, 35 to 45, living in a city, wants some new clothes. Um, super generic example. Uh, so what I've been doing recently is just sketching out a really dirty, quick um, sketch of a user journey. And this is a lot less pretty than, I don't know who was here for Tal Bloom's talk yesterday where he showed some amazing user journeys, living user journeys. This is not them. <laughs> but, you know, this kind of stuff would be based on the research that um, comes from the design research team. Uh, you want to base all this stuff on actual people's behaviors and thoughts and approaches to whatever you're designing. Uh, but I'm just going to look at one example. So here's a sequence of moments along the way to getting to a goal, getting some new clothes in your house that look super fresh and you can wear. Uh, and I might just zoom in quickly to find something he loves. Um, so in this moment of a journey, what do I need to know in order to make good decisions here? Uh, I might need to know if it fits, how much it costs, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm going to try and prioritize things here so that I have a guide going into designing the interface. Um, I have a clear focus on what is the most important thing to be conveying here at this moment. Um, there might be some important things they need to do. This is obviously very simplistic, but they might need to choose a size, add to cart. Um, and there's a set of feelings I'm going through during this experience. Um, and what I might be feeling here is excited. I just found something awesome that I'm going to love. Uh, I might be feeling a sense of ownership because I've gone through this process of finding stuff. And um, I might be assuming, I might be bringing an assumption that shipping is going to be free. So I slap some uh, whack shipping fee on this. I'm going to surprise people. And like, together, if you add up the emotional states that you go through, this is kind of like a, a sketched user journey. I've used the size of the emojis to convey the effect of the emotion. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It kind of works. So this is a super simple way to put a bit of a journey together um, with some fundamental building blocks within each moment that you can talk to stakeholders with. It's plain English. Um, and the simplicity helps you communicate and helps you negotiate with people and make sure that everyone understands the research that's gone into this, uh, the findings, what we've learnt. You can change it quickly over time because it's so basic. You can have many of these to form an entire kind of um, ecosystem of user journeys. Um, but it's just a model. Um, so like any user journey, you kind of have to expect it to, um, to be wrong. Uh, Danella Meadows put this really well, that all these things that we have as models in the world, are, they're all wrong. They're all uh, abstractions. So we can build a model, uh, but it's important to test, learn, and iterate, change the model as we go. Uh, I believe that the simpler the form of the model, the easier it is to iterate on and share with people. Um, Simple language helps us share. The simple structure of prioritizing uh, what people need to know and do helps you uh, quickly catch up on context when you're working with other designers or working on a, on a UI. And these priorities, these levels of priorities, give you quick focus on what's important at each point. And if you're wrong, you change it. But um, it lets you work with more focus. At least it has for me. Thanks.
We hope you enjoyed this presentation from UX Australia 2017. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.